Hello and welcome to the Minimalist Tech Podcast. I know it has been a while since the last episode, and um, but we're here, and life has just been quite busy and hectic, and it is very busy and hectic. Uh, I literally worked seven days last week, which I don't recommend. It's not a badge of honor. It's just... Um, have a very high learning curve uh, with this new work that I picked up and I'm just, you know, staying ahead of the, or trying to stay on the curve. Um, so besides that, uh, I figured we'd talk today about uh, some of the struggles that I have in minimalism. Um, someone posted this on uh, this question on one of the iTunes reviews because for a while on a few episodes I was asking for people to review the podcast on I say iTunes but I guess it's putting a review on Apple podcasts um, or uh, a review on Spotify as well and someone asked like hey you know can you talk about some of the struggles that you've had with minimalism and so I'll talk about my current, we can call it struggle or challenge. Um, so there's, there's actually several things that I've been working on recently, but I'll just talk about the main one, which is YouTube. And YouTube is like, it's technically the second largest search engine just happens to be owned by the company that owns the first largest search engine. Um, and it's such a beast. It's such a behemoth of a thing that it's basically hosting, I would imagine, the vast majority of video content on the internet is on YouTube. It's just simply, you know, the cheapest and easiest way for people to quickly upload video and also, um, you know, have a potential to, to earn revenue from that as well. So the problem is that it's just, it's everything. It's not just one thing. It's like the, it's, <laughs> they used to have encyclopedias, but it's like, you know, it doesn't hold a candle to like YouTube because everything is on there. You search any word, you're going to find something, um, not just something, but like, tons and tons of videos it's just uh there's obviously upsides to it there's obviously upsides to to youtube you know like i wouldn't have been able to well i don't want to say i wouldn't have been able to but i was able to make my like leather projects for example because i was able to look at videos on youtube of like how to's and um it just really, I like that video content for like educational reasons. Um, but there's this large sector of YouTube that's like edutainment, where it's, it's educational, like you're learning, you're learning something or you feel like you're learning something, but you're really, it's more entertainment or equal parts entertainment. Or maybe it's more entertainment than education if you're really serious about it. Meaning, 
You're watching something, you're learning something, but you never apply that learning to anything. Um, so, because learning things is generally like slow and difficult and somewhat frustrating if you want to learn things really fast, you know? So, anyways, I, f I figured we'd start the conversation about YouTube with... Um, with kind of going back a little bit in time. And the video content is really not a thing on the internet um, until, I guess it would be like the mid-2000s. So maybe like 2008-ish, maybe? Five? Eight? Ten? Um, basically what I'm saying is like video content on the internet was not a real thing in, until let's just say 10 to 15 years ago. I mean, you, you could technically expand it a little bit longer, but not really. Um, you know, uh, get my time frames right. I mean, essentially like not that long ago when the internet started becoming available to homes, people started out with 28 k modems right 28 kilobytes per second where you had to use a phone line and just downloading a single picture could take several minutes um and then when the 56k modems came out 56 kilobytes per second that was like a huge massive improvement in speed it's like doubling the speed of the internet um and then, you know, people could, I guess, see more videos or download, start to download content, but, uh, or larger files. But um, back then, video content, even though we're talking about like AOL days, when AOL Instant Messenger was a still a thing and all that, um, dial-up internet was a thing. Video content was technically available. There was a company, I believe it was called Real, was the name of the company or the software at least, where it was essentially the best way to watch video content. And, it, and what they had to do was basically compress the video to, you know, to the, the smallest file size possible in order for it to be viewed um, or downloaded and then viewed in a reasonable amount of time. And uh, so the videos were like, you know, if you think about YouTube now, and generally people on their phones uh, default to 480p video quality, but, you know, you might want to watch it in 1080p. There's more 4K content, and there's even some 8K content, but not a whole lot, obviously. Um, but if you go down in quality, the lowest video quality you can have on YouTube is 144p. So you have to think about that. Like, it was even worse than that. Like, really bad video quality content. But they would also make the size of the video very, very small so that it wouldn't look quite as bad. And, but it wasn't like full-length movies and things like that, you know? These very short clips of things um, was like really the, the, you know, the first sort of internet um, experience with video. And... It really, really wasn't until like YouTube that um, things really d 
drastically changed uh, with video content. It was something that it had to take a certain amount of time for the infrastructure to improve, to the speeds of the internet to improve enough um, to, to, you know, enable that sort of like file transfer. Um, And uh, yeah, so, so it changed everything. Um, even social media, like, did not start out with video content. Like, early Facebook was not filled with content of video clips like it is now, I assume. I haven't been on Facebook in a while. Um, but, uh, like, the last time I was on there, there was, like, a lot of, you know, people just easily post a video of whatever they want to post. Um, that was not possible in early Facebook, because of those limitations. There was no way to just like embed a quick video. So it changed how people interacted then because it was just, all you could do was type something in and put a post, right? Like people think of like Twitter as like 140 characters or whatever it is now, but really a lot of Twitter's like video content also, like people posting video. Um, It just wasn't a thing. It really wasn't a thing. Like, people were still primarily getting their t- their video content either from cable or from DVD DVDs. Um, I mean, you think back in like the PlayStation Two. One of the reasons that the PlayStation Two was the like one of the highest selling consoles ever was because it came with a DVD player, and you needed physical media back then to be able to view content in a reasonable quality, right? Um, You needed it uh, because it would just take too long to try to download, uh, you know, a comparable video um, of, you know, comparable quality from the internet. Even when it was, when it started to actually be um, a thing that you could do. And then... We started to see, like, with Blu-ray, you know, around that time, now you, you know, now YouTube is a thing, and now streaming video in general is like more of a thing. With um, even even if you think about Netflix, like, they made a transition really from DVDs first to streaming content. Um, I mean, music was similar also back then. Like, you'd have to download a song before you could listen to it. You couldn't just go to like a Spotify and just click on something and it instantly starts playing. That, that just not, it was not a thing. Um, so the speed of consumption for video and audio content was vastly different not that long ago. Um, and so it, you could think of it as like a, the rate of consumption of content increased drastically uh, along with the the quantity of content available. So we're in this point now where, you know, we're just used to being able to click on something and watch a full-length video, like really endlessly. Um, And the problem with that is that because all of the video, when I say all, I mean most of the internet's video has ended up in a single platform, there is no focused content 
like you don't go to YouTube like only to watch like car repair videos for example, right? You go to YouTube for every type of video content that you can think of. And um, so it's just, there's no focus, right? Like there, for example, if you subscribe to like a Disney Plus, like the content on there is is more focused because it's all made by the same company. But with YouTube, it's like, you know, it could be anything. It could be anything. So it's very easy to get distracted with YouTube. And fortunately, there are some applications that you can use that will help this a little bit. Like there's... um, there's an application that will essentially, um, it can hide like the trending tab, for example, or it can hide the, um, I've talked about this in previous episodes. I think it's the hashtag block it is the name of the application where you can block elements. So that way, like even when you finish watching a video, the next video doesn't just autoplay or it doesn't give you suggestions and it can stop you from just like mindlessly watching video. Um, you know, when you go to the the web page, you have to type something specifically in. Um, it's not going to just show you a bunch of random content or that you can scroll through. So like, that's a nice stopgap. It's like better than just having the, being overwhelmed with content. Um, but it's still, you can still type in whatever and watch as much video as you want, you know. Um, so I've been trying to, well, the last mm, couple weeks, I guess, at this point, um, one of the things that I've been doing is block, is uh, deleted the YouTube app um, from the device I watch YouTube videos on. And I was doing other things too, like, downloading the video first over Wi-Fi and then just watching it at home so that I wasn't just like, you know, I was like pre-deciding what to watch and that was also better. But it still came to a point where it's just, I don't have the time. Like the amount of time that I have available is less than the amount of content that I would want to consume, right? So like I can easily... If I have, a, if I'm in place of Wi-Fi, right, and I have this like iPod, and I want to download YouTube videos to watch later, within five minutes, I can download hours worth of video content. So even though I'm restricting it based on like the amount of just you know the size of the hard drive available on the foot on the iPod, or um, you know, just just like pre-deciding what to watch. It can easily, like, you know, if if you look at a given day, and I, I watched, um, I watched, who is it, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather talk about this, where he's talking about how many hours you have in a day. And the only reason he's, well, the, the main reason he's successful is because he manages his time. So if you, if there's 24 hours a day, you take eight hours for sleep, that's 16 hours left, you take eight hours for work. Now you're down to, what, eight hours left? And then you add in, like, you know, lunch and that sort of thing. 
Um, I feel like my mouth is way off. Um, and you, you know, you, but you basically, you add in like lunch and just basic stuff that you can have to take care of, you know, showers and travel to and from work and whatever else. Like most people only have like four hours a day ish that are, that are actually like free hours. So I could easily spend those four, let's just call it four hours. I can easily spend my, my free four hours watching YouTube easily, easily, right? You add in like a video game to that or whatever, like, um, or a movie that's like, you know, two and a half hours, like there's your free time. It's just gone. Um, and if you want to spend your team free time like that, that's fine. But for me, um, you know, there's so many things that I'm trying to accomplish that I just don't have the luxury of that. Like I have to be more and more and more and more and more focused. So the struggle that I have is in, in, in like deleting YouTube, it's like a, it's almost like a, I don't want to use the word, it starts with an A, A, D, you know, action. Um, I don't, it's very difficult, like, cause I, I'm used to, I used to like look at older folks when I was younger and I used to think that they watched way too much TV. Like it's, you know, they would just come home, they'd turn the TV on before they like to do anything else. And I was annoyed by that. And so for like a brief time, like before internet video became such a thing like I kind of lived that way I I did watch a lot of movies um but I still had like most of my time available for you know I wasn't watching tv but now with just the one app um like it's like t it's like what cable was times a hundred you know because there's never nothing interesting to watch there's always something to watch there's always something that you would be very interested in to watch uh something to learn something educational something edu edutainmentable and uh so it's like when you cut off that one source you're cutting off access to not just pure entertainment right not just news content but you're also cutting yourself off from like educational content and yada, yada, yada. So what I've been doing is trying to find alternative sources that are more like focused. So for example, Udemy is a website that has like courses that you can watch, right? It's more like educational as opposed to edutainment. Um, there's also... Um, there's another one, uh, Skillshare, that's kind of similar. Um, and there's, I'm like interested in some of these other like smaller video platforms um, that are more like edutainment style. There are some, um, so I'm looking at that as well, but it's like the issue is, is that when coming home and watching you know, TV essentially, whether you whether you're watching it on your phone or whatever, that um, routine is very like it for me. It's a hard routine to break. 
it's been difficult. Like it's like I'm it's like a withdraw like I'm going through withdrawal or something like that when I'm deleting that app because we're so used to like wanting to find the answer to something and then going and watching it or going like, ooh, I'm interested in that thing. Like you have an immediate thought in your head of something that's interesting to you and then you have the ability to then like immediately find a video that's arguably like really, really great um, and exactly what you were curious about within minutes. You know, I did that this weekend with like um, something because um, I had a, you know, a hot spot. So like I watched, uh, so I ended up getting on there. This is where the struggle comes in. Like I, I started watching some videos and I watched something like, um, it, it's it's like, it really is like a rabbit hole thing. Because you'll watch a video, and then someone will say something interesting in that video, and then you'll like earmark that and go, "Ooh, as soon as that video is over, let me search for another video to explain some concept that I found in that." And again, arguably, really, really interesting stuff. And I did that. I watched uh, this video I would never would have watched before, and it was arguably like it answered my question. Like I had a question about something, and it gave me a great well-thought-out answer. And, um, you know, and this is, a, this is like a struggle. Like, I, I try to, like, I try not to have it. Um, so I've been, like, restricting more and more and more and more and more my YouTube usage uh, to the point where, like, I'm just starting to, like, block it completely. And, yeah, I don't know how... Um, this is one of those things where it's like the reality is just a time crunch thing. I just don't have the time. Like my curiosity and interest is way bigger than the amount of time that I have. Um, so it's a struggle. It's a struggle. Um, and it's something where like I've even had the thought many times about getting rid of my TV or in this case, TVs. Because um, I have one that's just like sitting there I need to get rid of. Um, and I thought about like just getting rid, you know, getting rid of the, it's just one thing I have not been able to do. I think part of the struggle is because I don't particularly like um, live in a place that has a great view. I think that would make me feel a lot more comfortable on not having TV. And when I say not having TV, I'm, I'm including like video streaming apps. And um, I think that's one of the big things, but it's like, uh, you know, if I don't watch it, I have more time to make things and to educate myself in ways where I can af like, m you know, more quickly afford the nice place with the view. So it is a, it's not really a catch-22, it's just like, I don't know, I just have to suffer through it, I guess, of, of having, um, sorry about that, um, I have to sort of suffer, suffer through this period of like not having, you know, it's just getting used to a new habit. So as I've been doing this, like I've been listening to more podcasts, which is, which is better, but also some of the podcasts are not great to listen to 
because they don't want to listen to things that are going to create anxiety, like particularly like news or political content. Um, so I don't know. It's been something I've been like, I probably pulled back and I've watched probably, you know, a tenth of what I would normally watch. But it's like, it's almost like I have like a stress headache about it because I, I want it, you know, like I need to, I need, I need my YouTubes. Um, so that's the thing. It's a thing. Um, that it's, it's not an easy thing because it's like, because there is so much variety of content. You can't just say, oh, well, the content on YouTube is like harmful. Well, no, because there's a lot of really useful content. You know, you want to learn how to get stuck on some project and you need to do it. Like you can just quickly watch the video. You could also buy a book and yada, 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 but that's not as efficient. So, um, no real answers or advice here. Just me struggling, trying to let go of, uh, YouTube. And, um, yeah, it's, it's super addictive <laughs> to me personally. Just my opinion you know, I've not been told that by a doctor. I'm not a professional, as I always say. This is just entertainment. But um, I'm curious how uh, how you feel about that. Um, there are some ways, like I've talked about this before, about like figuring out how to collaborate and to sort of have community around this minimalism technology discussions. And I think I finally found a way to do that, uh, which is... Um, which is actually through Patreon. And I don't know if, uh, I've never like actually done a Patreon before, and I don't know if people would be really interested in contributing to that. But my idea, the, my thought process is that, you know, people can actually ask questions there. Like it's a, it's a one place to go to, to ask questions and to have discussions about this stuff. Um, so I do have a page, but I don't know if it's live yet. So I guess it would be patreon.com forward slash minimalist tech. I guess that's what it would be. Um, I guess that's what it is. But again, like I don't, I haven't like finalized it. There's no tiers of anything. And I honestly don't know if people are really even interested in doing that. So, um, one other thing is on Spotify, if you listen to the uh, podcast on Spotify, there is an ability for me to ask a question. And so I'll try to do that with this episode as well. I think I did it with the last one. So it's another place where you can just kind of like give your feedback. Hey, this was interesting. This was, you know, I like to hear more about this or whatever. Um, and we'll just kind of go from there. So anyways, I just wanted to get this episode out there. Apologize for the... Uh, not the greatest audio quality on this episode, uh, but uh, I always do really appreciate folks for listening uh, and enjoy this. I'm just, um, you know, um, eventually I'll get my schedule a little more efficient if I can cut out more of the distractions so I can do more things like create more podcasts and whatnot. Anyways, thanks for listening. Take care.